Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to the first official version of Real Talk Tuesdays. This is episode 54, with today's topic being, what a week. Again, guys, welcome. Appreciate you being here. So, some of you are probably wondering, what the hell is Real Talk Tuesday? Like, well, that's a that's a, a, a little change that I make into the to this podcast. I'm making a trying to make a little bit more interesting, uh, make a little make part of it a little more a little more fun. You're kind of like diversifying my podcast. So, and by, by what I mean by that is. Um, I, I told you guys the, in the previous episode that I was looking to start um, get back into writing. I was going to start working on some, some short stories and stuff like that. So the plan is, uh, instead of, it's still going to be the same days per week. It's still, still going to be Tuesdays and Fridays. But Tuesdays are going to be real talk, random, interesting topic, whatever I, you know, whatever topic comes to mind for me that night. It's going to be keeping it real with you guys like I always do. Fridays are going to be... Um, story time I haven't quite you know perfected what I'm gonna what the official title for you know Friday's podcast and stuff are gonna be I mean, right now it's logic probably thinking like logic show story time you know and basically what I'm gonna do is on those episodes whatever I'm, right now I already have because um, I'm trying try to dedicate myself to getting on my, on my MacBook on my days off and you know coming up coming up with some short stories at least one one short story hopefully both nights that I'm off each week and then every Friday I at least gotta get one each, you know on my days off but the plan is to get two you know get one on Sunday and one on Monday done and then the plan is on Fridays for the Logic Show Story Edition. It's gonna be me basically, you know, kind of like an audiobook for you. I'm gonna be reading, reading the story out loud to you guys. And by doing that, by having Real Talk Tuesdays, Story Time Fridays, I'm hoping that maybe, maybe I'll, uh, you know, uh, reach another demographic. That's kind of what my friend Kirsten kind of said earlier when I told her what I was planning to do. And, that I already had some stories written, and I'd sent I'd sent them to her so she could check them out. She hasn't read the second one yet, but she read my first one I I did the first night, which it's kind of interesting. You know, I didn't know how long. Like I I <laughs> here's the funny thing, and you guys will you guys will see what I mean next Friday, or rather, yeah, you guys will see what I mean um, on the Friday after you see this episode. This this episode. It'll be, it'll be posting the day after Christmas. So it's like Tuesday the 26th. So then the first official Blodgett Show story story time edition is going to be uh, that Friday. So be the 29th. So it's funny that Christmas Eve and Christmas are Sunday, Monday, and then New Year's Eve and New Year's are Sunday, Monday. So this week and next week are going to be interesting. I've already, I already was reaching out, uh, messaging the team 
uh, one of the drivers from the team that I beat up in Minnesota, or I beat in Illinois, they're from Minnesota. Because they're on a different road this week. I've been meeting, meeting up with different trucks that come down or whatever. And uh, I told them, I said, it'll be interesting to see if we actually run on the 26th because like on Thanksgiving, we ran on Thanksgiving, but then Friday we didn't run because no trailers are loaded because nobody works on the holidays so there were no trailers to get get unloaded trailers didn't get loaded we didn't have anything to run so which i was like so why don't they like hold the trailers over from friday you know so that we could have had the holiday off with our family and then you know and then run friday but they're like well that's not how it works you know this right you're right okay what do i know mr driver i'm just saying hey it'd be better it'd be nice if we could all spend that holiday with our families to be out running running the load and then run the next day but we were off Friday instead which you know made some uh, you know made some progress that day went over and got the opening deposits made for uh, the Bank of America accounts and you know I'd opened I'd gotten approved for earlier that week uh, let's see bunch of flashing lights and see what's going on here huh okay guys Saw two trucks, saw a bunch of flashing lights, but uh, I guess it's, it's construction. I guess the trucks are actually there. They're there with materials for the construction crew or whatever. Because they weren't like wrecked or overturned or anything. So I was like, eh, always interesting. But I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what I was going to write about on you know, this past uh, Sunday night. And so I just... And plus, I, I didn't, I didn't open the computer up and start writing while everybody was up. Like literally, I started late at night. I, you know, my wife had already got up and got to bed. My youngest was upstairs in bed. She had to go. She had school in the morning. My oldest and my grandson, they had already got to bed, so they were in the, uh, they were in her room, the former dining room slash her room. It's kind of, you know, she kind of, she's definitely transform that that area definitely into an actual I mean you would think it was formerly a dry the dining room but she it looks like a bedroom got a bunch of a bunch of stuff and like blankets and furniture and stuff in front of the back door so that you can't you don't even know they, you wouldn't even be able to tell if there's a back door there actually you know if you didn't if you didn't know that there was a back door you'd look in there and be like ah this room looks pretty nice but um so they had gone to bed and uh so at that point, I was like, usually by that point, I go ahead, you know, I'm, I'm still enjoying my drinks. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll pop on Netflix and watch either a movie or two and just kind of chill out, whatever. But I start, <laughs> I was going to put on a movie, but um, so I was like, yeah, well, first, like before I watch that movie, I'll go ahead and I'll get my writing done. I'll go ahead and jump on my computer and work on, work on the first official short story that I'm going to, you know, Start, start, uh, you know, dusting off the cobwebs, and, you know, the, and uh, you know, get get to work on it. And I say cobwebs, but I hadn't really written a lot on my computer for a while. Even though I've always been passionate about it, just you know, I kind of put it off. And, you know, had all sorts of reasons in the book why I didn't do it. Like, no, didn't have enough time. Was unmotivated. You know how it is. It was just all excuses. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit that. You know, but. I got on the computer and I, I randomly I was like, all right, well, how do I want to like, what do I want to do? Like, like where do I want to go? And I, I just started it. I just randomly came up with the title, an idea, and I just started it. And I initially thought, you know, hopefully I can hammer through this really quick. But 
I guess where I, where I started the story, and you guys will see this when you, you know, you guys will be able to notice this when when you hear the story on uh, the first official Logic Show Story Time, Story Time Fridays. I, I apparently I started way way back in the story to the point where I had been writing for probably a couple hours, three or four hours, you know, with little breaks in between, like get up, grab another drink, uh, hit the bathroom come back get back to it again so from like 1 1 o'clock 1.30 to like 5.30 I was just hammered away and it got to the point where like as it got closer and close to like 4 or 4.30 I was like okay I really need to I really need to try to draw draw this to close like bring this story close somehow because you know I still have a lot I can still cover in the story but I know that I don't want to be up till like 8 o'clock in the morning and you know it's already so by that, by the by, five thirty, I I managed to be able to to you know tie everything together, jump ahead a little bit here, a little bit there, so that I wasn't so I was able to like cut back on a little bit of time, but still tie the story together, and I, I brought it to a close, tied it up with the bow, you know, probably five thirty, five forty, I finally you know was like, all right, I'm done, the end, blah blah blah, you know, save, copy, pasted or copied, send it over to my friend Kirsten. My buddy Dave, since I'm also trying to, I'm reading through the prologue he sent to me. Um, only we've gotten partway through it a bit, but need to read read more of it throughout this week. This week has kind of been kind of chaotic, you know. Like last night, for instance, you know. Um, that's why the, the topic is what a week, because like I've had let's. So let's so backtrack for a minute. Um, we switched from T-Mobile to Vint Mobile, mainly to, to pay for three months, get three months free. So basically, end up not having a cell phone bill for like six months. Which we're looking forward to that. Had to pay pay a bunch, not only in the three months with Vint Mobile up front, but I had to I had to make a large payment to T-Mobile because apparently we had a balance I didn't I wasn't aware of. I thought we were pretty much at a zero balance. They well, you have to pay this balance. So I was trying to get my daughter's phone unlocked because I made the last two payments on that on that phone, so she could try to get, move her over. And they, I had to make a payment to, for them to do that. And then our mid mobile um, SIM cards came in the mail Tuesday afternoon, literally right as I was getting ready to head to work. So my wife and my oldest were working on. Their, their numbers, we each grabbed a SIM card pack, you know, they each come in a little kit, SIM card kit, little envelope, whatever, you got your SIM card, you got that little, that little, uh, it's got the little loop and a little needle that you use to get your, your SIM card slot open. Um, so we each grabbed those, and I, I was gonna do mine, but I was getting ready to leave work, and I'm thinking, of course, it says on there, like, once you put your number, unless you get a new number, it'll, you know, if you put your number over, it could take a couple hours. And I, I was literally like, I don't know if I want to do this right now. And so I put, I put it away, you know, back in the fold in the envelope, and I stuck the envelope in my work bag to take it with me because I thought, well, you know, the wife kind of looked at me funny. She's like, what are you doing? Like, like we got to get everything transferred. And I was like, well, it says it could take a couple hours, and I need to use my phone to dispatch myself. I was like, I worry about being offline because. I can't work without a phone. You know, I have no, I'll have, even if even if I couldn't go on my phone and dispatch, if I if I at least had a way to contact, um, you know, 
like if I had a way to make phone calls, I could call Lionel office and give them the trailer numbers and the seal numbers, and basically they could dispatch me from wherever, and I wouldn't have to necessarily go on the app and do it. But if I don't have a phone working at all, then I'm kind of screwed. So I was like, yeah, I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna get myself dispatched out of Nashville. Then it's like four and a half, five hour, four and a half hours at least. You know, between uh, pick up and delivery, both directions. Four and a half hours there, four and a half hours back. And, uh, and then once I'm dispatched, then I'll go ahead and I'll work. I'll port my number and work on activating with Net Mobile. She's like, all right, that's fine. I'll just say, I mean, we should just do it right now. And I'm like, I love, I hear you, but I can't be without a phone. I really need it. And I wasn't sure if we'd get set up that night, but, you know, because my daughter, my oldest, had been without a phone for a couple days because she was with Straight Talk. And she, I had asked her last week about, like, hey, if we were to switch to Net Mobile, you know, do the three months and get three months free or six months and six months free or whatever the, whatever deal they offer. Would you want, would you be, you know, would you be up for jumping in with us? That way you wouldn't have to pay monthly. You could just be, and she was like, yeah, absolutely. When I asked her, I hadn't made a plan to switch at that point. I was asking for, like, hey, if we do that, I guess she, she thought that we, that I was meaning that we were switching. And so she didn't pay her bill. She was holding off to, because, you know, hold that money and figured that she was waiting for a beat for she and I to talk or whatever. But waiting to, basically what she told, told the wife, told, told her mom was, uh, you know, I was waiting, well, I'm waiting, waiting to talk to dad because he said something about we're like, going to bit mobile or whatever. So then the wife talked to me and she's like, well, yeah, but it's, it's going to cost as much. We have this much put away in the Bank of America account right now. And I'm like, well, I don't really want to tap those funds, but I know that moving over to mobile, I know it'll save us money in the long run. Like we'll be paying cheaper for our phone bills. Plus we, we won't have to pay a bill for six months or whatever. We can put money aside to cover whatever our bill comes due again in six months. We can be like, hey, how much is it for us to do six months? Will you guys give us six months free so we can be good for a year or something? I don't know if the, the free, if the free months are going to be just at the start or if they're going to because they said the more you the more you buy the more you save so I'm, I'm hoping that as we get closer to our six month mark that we could be like if we buy six months we give us the same amount free so that way we could be good for a year because that I mean honestly like I've been stressing a lot less the past couple days just well a lot less as far as like that bill goes because with T-Mobile I was always um, always um, you know I wasn't always stressed per se but I was stressing a little bit quite a bit you know here and there because I would I had to make sure that I had the always had a like a payment arrangement set up or a current balance you could have a split I pay one one week and you get two weeks to two weeks after that to pay the other one the other half and so that's how I've been doing it since we've been with T-Mobile <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, so I get on the road. I, I I go ahead and I try to port my number, and uh, of course, like when it asks for the pin, I know what my my pin the pin the six digit pin I set up for the T-Mobile account, and so I put that. But I guess that wasn't the pin they needed. Because I read something like you need a temporary tr like tra like number transfer pin. Oh crap! It's like so go. I said go here. Go to the new settings. Go here. Whatever. All right. You know. So I went and got the transfer pin. Tried to do it again. I said sorry, can't can't do it this time. So I was like, well, I guess I have to call him, talk to him. 
So, had a, uh, had a representative on the phone. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I can get you transferred. That's, you know, that's no problem. How many lines have we got? So we got four. And then, you know, I was, so I was giving him numbers or whatever and uh he was like, yeah okay i found you guys all right you're, you're good all right i got got your wife transferred i got your daughter transferred and he goes what's the other daughter's name what's her number like is she on a t-mobile account too and i said actually you know she has a different one she's a straight talk but she's joining us in mobile oh okay well you, you don't happen to have her account number and stuff here like, no, i know i was like i'll have to i'll have to let her know like you know which SIM card you're going to assign to her and she has to go online and complete it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, just go ahead and let her know. So I got you, or I got your wife, I got your youngest, and he goes, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm holding off to port your number because it'll disconnect you. He's like, um, are, are you in an area where you can, after the call, or where you can pull over, or where you can like pull off somewhere and park and, uh, you know, swap your, your card out for the new one? And I was like, yeah, I'm, Kind of hanging out here, or I pulled into this truck stop a minute ago to go, to go ahead and to do it. When I figured that I was gonna have to swap it out, you know, a little bit of a process, you know, got to take the otter box, the, the cover, the well, the you know, the otter boxes. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those, but it's like you got the plastic case that, that you put over the phone that protects it, and then you got the kind of the soft case that goes over that, you know. So it's like. But, uh, you know, so I'd pull over, and so he, he was like, all right, cool, so I'm going to port your number now. Um, give me, uh, you know, if the call is going to drop, but is there anything else I can help you out with today? And I was like, no, that's pretty much it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. We're happy to be mobile customers. And then, after, then literally, bloop, call dropped. I looked up, emergency calls only on my, you know, or literally I had no, no bars, no nothing, because that basically, my number had been ported, so it's no longer connected to T-Mobile. It's funny how that works. So when we switched to T-Mobile from Cricket a couple years back, um, I was out there doing the uh, local trucking, not the line haul going to Illinois and back like what I do right now. So I was taking empties to locations and then bringing loaded trailers back to the hub, and I would do like seven different loads like that. And we were planning that we we uh, got set up with T-Mobile, but we hadn't actually gotten our like we had to get our SIM card and stuff. So I'm out there working. I'm coming back from one of my first my first pickup, which is a long drive up. It's like an hour drive up, hour drive back. And uh, the wife and kids were going to T-Mobile to go ahead and get SIM cards so they could get active. And uh, I told her I was like, when you go, when you guys go, do not port my number yet. Leave my line alone because otherwise you're gonna kick me off and I won't have any way to get in touch with anybody. I was like, I'll go do it myself. She was like, but you know, and she she didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> but the the representative asked her for all the numbers and but then she told him that like, yeah, but don't port that one yet because my husband did you know I got halfway back, all of a sudden like I completely lost signal altogether and I'm going, Oh crap, don't tell me she she is. So I had no signal, I had nothing, I had no, no data, no connection, no nothing. It was just basically emergency calls, like, crap. Came back, dropped the trailer, bobtailed over to the line hall office, and I said, can I borrow one of your, uh, can I borrow, can I use this uh, landline phone really quick? Said, yeah, yeah. Because I said, I think my, my wife ported my number to, to our new uh, cell phone carrier, and uh, 
I'm, I'm offline right now. I can't do anything. Oh, crap. But yeah. So I called my boss, my manager at the time, and told him. I was like, hey, Chris. His name is Chris, too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, shouldn't be too funny. I mean, it's a common name. <laughs> but, hey, it's so funny when I'm like, hey, Chris, it's Chris. But, um, I was like, hey, man. Um, here's what's going on. I told him. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, I'm, I'm, so I'm going to be away for a second. I'm going to go down to... Uh, like Mount Juliet Road, I think it was like 171 or something. And uh, it was like not even five minutes away. But I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go over here. I hear, I'm pretty sure there's a, a T-Mobile store on that exit, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna go in there and get my new SIM card so I can be back online, and I'll let you know when I'm back. It shouldn't be shouldn't be too long. I should be fine. He goes, all right, cool. Yeah, just get text me. Let me know. All right, cool. And back then, I like I could. It's funny now I can get my otter box off the, the phone, but prior switches, I usually I would because uh, I always felt like man I can't seem to get these little um, latches on the you know to get on the side of the hey cool, we got we got the bypass on the on the way station. Let's see, is it open or is it closed? Yeah, it looks like it's closed anyway, so. But I always struggled to get the little clips on the side of the plastic part of the outer box to release so that way I could take the phone out of it and stuff. So usually last couple carriers we've been with, whenever we got or last couple phones that we've we've gotten. I would usually bring my bring my phone into my wife, like, hey, can you help me with this? <laughs> but lately, you know, I'm actually I'm like, oh cool, I can actually take it out of the case. Couldn't do it before. I don't know. I guess the Brodo was first. <laughs> I've developed. I can now open an outer box. But, uh. So I handed it to, handed it to the phone rep at the T-Mobile store. Basically, said, hey, can you go ahead and pop that in for me real quick? Yep, sure. Took the outer box off. Popped the, the other SIM card, the cricket SIM card out. Put the T-Mobile SIM card in. SIM card in. Kind of felt like I said SIM cord. I'm like, okay. I'm not tired, guys. I don't know what to talk about. But, uh, hey, I was back online. But, so fast forward back to this week, you know, um, so I get online, uh, Tuesday night, and I immediately, like, right off the bat, because I know it says, oh, your quarter number can take up to two or a couple hours, but literally, I popped the SIM card in. Powered my phone on, and immediately it was text message, text message, text message, text message. Basically, from T-Mobile saying, "You have a line that canceled. You have a line that canceled. You have a line that canceled." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Okay. But it did dawn on me the fact that um, I couldn't, I couldn't exactly call the fam on their phones to let them know what was going on because I had ported their numbers, so they were offline, but they're they're all at home. But I knew that one of them was connected. I knew, I knew that they were connected on the internet at home. So I was like, they were on Messenger or whatever. So I, I got in touch with my oldest on Messenger. Basically, I was like, all right, Allie, like, our, her phone was down anyway because of the bill. But my wife and my youngest, they were they were offline because I ported their numbers. Revenge. I was kidding. But uh, got in touch with Allie and basically told her, like, yeah, you, you, so you got if you're going to port your number, you got to get your account number from straight talk and 
the transfer painting, your number transfer, because you had a Kansas number. I said, or if you want, you know, they, they'll, they'll give you a new number, you get a national number or whatever. It's up, completely up to you. I don't care which, your phone. So just let me know if you get a new number so I can save it on my phone. <laughs> I was like, I would let mom know that, uh, uh, that she is going to go ahead and should be working and let Zodo to put her SIM card in her phone. And she texted me a little while back. She was, she's like, uh, yeah, mom is locked out. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, she's like, she's locked out. She can't do anything. I'm like, what are you, like, locked out of her phone? Or she's like, no, it's it's locked to T-Mobile. I'm like, it shouldn't be. When I bought that phone, I bought it on eBay and I could have sworn it said unlocked. It said T-Mobile, but I could have sworn it said unlocked, but apparently it wasn't. It was locked to that network. So I'm like, well, crap. So, and so my youngest phone on T-Mobile before we did the port, hers was still showing locked online. So I was like, I figured, okay, well, the, the rep probably didn't send it over. So I was looking on online websites that supposedly, supposedly you could pay them, you know, starts out as a small fee <laughs> and they'll remotely verify that your phone is eligible and they'll remotely unlock your phone. So I'm like, okay. Found a site for that for my youngest. Uh, they, they said 15 bucks. You know, they're right, well, not too bad. You know, especially if you can get the phone unlocked, you know, get the uh, off the network so it can go anywhere else. Paid 15 bucks. Then um, we chatted with the wife. I actually went online. Found another one of the sites. Of course, they charged Initially, they charged six bucks to verify something, and then they charged 15 bucks to verify something else. So I thought, oh, it's not too bad, about what I paid for the youngest. And then all of a sudden, okay, to fully unlock, it's another 50 bucks. Motherfuckers. So I was like, so I paid it. You know, I was like, I'm not happy about the fact it's been 70 bucks. It really sucks. But I want, but I'm trying to get your phone unlocked. And she's like, well, I really appreciate it. Because she was snapping at everybody because she was upset, you know. It's understandable. And, you know, throughout the, so like the next 24 hours were fun. I got home the next morning. I got home somewhat late, so of course I, I was, I kind of crossed paths with my wife when she was getting ready for work, and I was coming in. So we're talking, and she's like, "So I don't know what to do, cause like I can take my phone with me, but I'm literally offline when I leave here, cause I don't have a phone. And what, what if something happens? I can't call. I said, well, love, technically your phone can still call 911, like it's still call for emergencies. And they're all set up like that." Yeah, but I can't call you. I'm like, yeah, but if you something happens and you call for help and they take you to the hospital, then you can have you can have the doctors call me. You know, I was like, somebody will call me. Don't worry, you know. But so I was like, yeah, you know. So I so she left, and I thought by that point it's almost six o'clock in the morning, and I thought, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna see what I can do because I'm, you know, get on the get on the chat, and try to talk to. Uh, get on the T-Mobile app, get on their chat, try to talk with the customer care representative, try to be asking them, like, hey, like, I, we need you guys to submit an unlock request to my wife's phone, and it's fully paid for, and we want to be able to take it to another network, and basically, you know, they were telling us, well, like, uh, we can't confirm eligibility status because, like, this phone wasn't purchased through us, so we don't have the ability to unlock it. Um, I mean, like, I may not have bought it through you, but somebody the phone probably initially whoever had it before probably i don't know i don't know 
I was like, it, but it's on your. I was like, it's on your network though. Like, I said, well, sir, like here's here's some steps to follow and everything. We tried, like it would. You know, I, <laughs> I joked with the wife last night or whatever when uh, when we kind of got things situated a little bit. I joked around with the wife. I was like, I kind of feel like I'm more of a phone expert now than I have been at all because of all the crap, all the hoops I tried to, had to jump through, all the brick walls I ran into, you know. Because basically, I talked to numerous reps. I took a couple different reps, probably from when she left work. I got one person in a chat, then I lost the connection, and then I reconnected, had somebody else. Both giving me advice, like, hey, try this on her phone, try that on her phone, and she was connected to Wi-Fi at work. And so I was before I was on Messenger 40. I was like, well, here's what the rep says. And she was, yeah, I tried that. I didn't do it. It pops up saying, give it an error or such and such. But okay. And, uh, you know, I was Googling. I was watching. I was bringing up some YouTube videos. I was looking at, like, how do we how do we unlock a phone off a network without having to pay a lot of money to do it? And found stuff that looked, looked good. Like, they were directing you to certain sites. And then you realize very quickly on those sites that all of a sudden you're like oh yeah they're they're still charged like this isn't just free information to try to give you like hey so we have all this information but in order to take it further 50 bucks please um so i had and then around that time because i had one site working on trying to unlock my daughter's phone I didn't know if they sent the request over to unlock it, so I was trying to go ahead and be proactive and be like, well, I'm going to try to get that one unlocked. I got an email that morning before I even pulled in and, you know, came in there and met up with the wife before I got online. All, before all that, I'm sitting out front and I got an email on my phone from the company website that is, was trying to unlock my daughter's phone. The last I had an update I had, it said like, yo, only step, only process left is to officially get it unlocked. And I looked, I brought up the, the stat, the, the tracking status, and it was like 69%. Like, oh, all right. You know, when I checked several hours before that, it was like 15%. So like, cool, it's actually working. It's, it's working its way through. But what I didn't, but what I didn't, had noticed was it there was a little button that says pay now under that status and so basically yeah it was 69 percent in order to complete the unlock process they wanted another 65 bucks i was like motherfuckers so i was like nope not gonna do that i said i think i'll wait until uh until i get in you know i get up this afternoon and and but you know my uh kiddo gets up you know, I'll try to see if we can get the SIM card in her phone. And I can, I'll see if I can get hers online without having to pay the additional, you know, 65 bucks. So, trying to help my wife that morning. You know, I'm going back and forth with her. And she's checking things at work while she's while she's doing her, her job. She's like searching whatever. And she's trying the different things. I'm sending to her like, here, I found this online. It says to do this. She goes, yeah, it didn't work. I said, here, it says type type this code, this pound. You know, pound. This, these numbers, 175, you know, pound, star, whatever. And she goes, yeah, I won't do it because, uh, you know, I, I have no, I'm not able to call, so it's not letting me even do that. I'm like, oh, okay. So, hey, for those of you, you know, the pound sign, you know, <laughs> I say this because my youngest asked me, when I said something about, like, yeah, you, the pound sign, blah, 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 like pound, such and such. From your, from your handset and she's like what's what's the pound sign 
So for those of you young ones that, uh, you know, might not have heard this term before, on your phone, the pound is basically what you would call the hashtag. Because <laughs> way back in the day, before like Facebook and all that, it wasn't a hashtag, it was just a pound that you for. Like, they would say type your last four of your social hit pound, or followed by the pound sign. Now, you know how weird it would be if they said followed by the hashtag? <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. So, so after about an hour and a half, it's like 7.30, 7.40 at that point. By that point, I had lost signal again, or I lost connection to the T-Mobile app. I hate that app. I'm not going to lie. I love that. I didn't buy the service. You know, we like our internet tower that we have with it. The, the, have the internet without having wires and cables and stuff. But I fucking hate their app. Like, you would log in and you would select that option to keep me logged in or remember me or whatever. So that way it would... But, and I would still, like, in the course of a day, if I'm checking multiple things, doing multiple things, like paying a bill, checking usage, checking you know, updates, whatever, I'll have to log in probably three times at least because I'll, I'll go to a new page and all of a sudden they'll go back to the login screen and I'll have to go with the password in to log in again. I'm like, you guys really suck. Like, your app is horrible. So... So I lost connection and I was trying to log back in so I could go back to the chat because I was still talking to the representative. It wouldn't let me log in. Like, it, like something would go, it probably maintenance, I'm guessing. Because literally I tried to log in, it was just a white screen and it wouldn't have said loading, but never actually loaded in there. So I closed the app down. I messaged the wife like, well, I got kicked off the, the app. So I'm, I actually lost the chat with the rep. So I think I'm, you know, she was like, can you, can you please call like, customer service or tech support or blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, it's like almost 8 o'clock in the morning. I was like, I have to work later. Like, I have to drive. I have to get to sleep. I was like, at this point, if I even if I sleep till 3, I'm going to be like six and a half, seven hours of sleep. So I need to go to bed. I was like, we'll try to take care of this later. I was like, I would well, I would have planned to get up at like 1, 1.30, 2 o'clock and try to see what we could do to, to get you taken care of. But it's 8 o'clock and that's like only like five hours from now. And, that's not enough time to sleep. I could do a six and a half, seven hours of sleep. That's fine. You know, for eight, ten, obviously. But, um, you know, going to bed at eight, waking up at one, yeah, I don't think so. You know, then you feel like crap afterwards. You're too tired. <laughs> so, I was like, we'll try to, we'll try to deal with this later. You know, she's like, all right, fine. But I have no connection. I can't communicate with anybody. You can't text anybody. I'm like, I understand. Yeah. Well, anybody that you can, just make, just text, message them on Messenger, you know, or get you know get this text now app that where you can get a phone number it's a voice over ip number uh, pretty cool app you know you get, you get a you get a phone number you can pick wherever you want your phone number to be from like i was when i first got it when we were down here in nashville i actually had a number from where i went to high school it was like a three i think it was a 308 area code so I, I thought I saw that area code, saw that where, where Nebraska was from, and it was like, huh? I was like, I could have a number from where I, where I grew up. Huh. But eventually, I went ahead and like with that, I lost that number because you got to be active. You got to have like at least one text or call per month, and I got a couple months. Totally forgot about the app. When I logged in, it was like, yeah, you lost your number. Do you want to get a new one? I'm like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Cause it's not like I was using. I don't use it for an active like give that number out. I just use it as like, hey, if I lose cell phone coverage because maybe I'm in a dead area, but I have 
access to Wi-Fi, I can still technically call or text somebody. So what we did for you know, a couple years ago when uh, we had a, uh, yeah, believe it or not, we had a, a bomb happen Christmas morning a couple years back, probably about three, probably like three or four years back. And uh, took out part of the, that the, the, was right outside the AT&T building. And so it took out the AT&T network for a little bit, for probably about, not quite a day. I think it was back up by the next morning. But for that whole day, like we had no, because we had <laughs> internet through AT&T, we had our phones through AT&T. Or actually, I think we had, we had Cricket with AT&T. And so, you know, other tower, or other, it uses their towers. And so we had no cell phone use. We had no internet at home. And so, but, you know, um, they have internet down at our leasing office. So our friend Rob, Rob and Kat came over. Sorry, it was a stretch. Our friend Rob and Kat came over. They were hanging out with us. Rob needed to call his work. And I said, well, like, I have a, I have an app that if we go down to the office to connect to their Wi-Fi, you can. So we went down there and connected online with their internet. I brought up the text now app and said, here you go. And you just dial your, your boss's number. And it'll call like a regular call. You just, you just, oh, cool. All right. So made a call. He goes, hey, hey, sir. Yeah, sorry. I'm calling you for my friend's number. Uh, but right now our phones are down because of the, what happened in Nashville. But yeah, I'm still coming to work. I'm still being there. But, so, with trying to get a little bit back on topic again. Um, so this week, and so after dealing with um, trying to get it, the wife's phone online, but not being able to, went to bed, got up that afternoon, literally set my alarm for like three o'clock. So I was like, yeah, that should be, I mean, that'll have to be enough sleep. And then hopefully that'll be fine tonight. So I don't do caffeine really. And since the diabetes diagnosis, I really don't, I don't do, I try to not do as much like sweets, like sugar stuff, and I, I haven't even been grabbing back to chips because I know technically you got carbs and whatnot, but those, so I've been trying to, trying to be good, you know, which thankfully that's coming along pretty good aside from the fact that, uh, uh, I've been on a trial pack of these shots, weight loss shots, they're, I guess they're, mainly for diabetes but people use it for weight loss been on that for the past couple weeks I have one more shot next week and she prescribed the next round you know at the pharmacy and my insurance requested more information from my doctor and then like she gave it to them they still denied you know they denied the cup you know paying for that, that drug or whatever so it's like <sighs> so I have a get to have a follow-up with him sometime probably the next week we can have and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that she's probably going to give me another trial pack with another four shots while she continues to try to prescribe one and and get insurance to hopefully cover it. I wish they would communicate with her clearly like here we cover these certain meds but we do not cover these so then if one of those other ones works then she'll be alright cool I'll prescribe that but I'm pretty sure they don't communicate at all. It's just you prescribe something, the pharmacy tries to reach out to insurance, insurance says, I need more information. The doctor forwards that information. The insurance says, sorry, we, we, we declined. Like, all right, well, I can understand now. All, all, all those years that I would hear 
diabetics talk about how they how much you know hassle it was trying to just get with the things they needed because insurance would cover it they were expensive and they couldn't you know the, the diabetic patients couldn't didn't, couldn't afford it you know and i'm like well i'm dealing with that now you know i have a blood test meter technically the blood glucose meter or whatever that the, the doctor gave me but it didn't come with any strips any the blood test strips just a box of those from the pharmacy was like a hundred bucks she tried to prescribe them see if insurance would cover them and of course insurance won't cover wouldn't cover anything like that you know any of their brands they had at that pharmacy so it's like yeah, okay so but anyway get off topic again <laughs> so i get up i get uh, i you know i go in and uh i'm like hey bug um did you put your SIM card in yet? She's like, no, I didn't. Like, well, let's do that. So let's see if we can get you online. Because that morning, I was trying to, I was trying to also make sure that her phone was unlocked. So I was using her the MEI number for her phone and the MEI number for my wife's phone with the chat rep saying, can you make sure these are unlocked? And he was just giving me information back. He wasn't saying like, we unlocked. He said, well, based on what I see here, this is what I see. You know. And, I'm like, okay, can we send the code to unlock it? Said, well, like, here's, here's steps you guys can go through. Like, okay. But when I went into, I had to go get the, the number from my daughter because, uh, you know, I thought I had it, say, I thought she'd send it to me. And, you know, so I thought I had out a message, but I didn't. So I ended up, uh, I had to go wake her up. Hey, bud, sorry to wake you up. So, yeah, now she's yawning, you know. I'm like, hey, I need your MEI number for your phone so I can try to see if I can get you unlocked. So she brought her phone up, and then I said, she goes, all right, I copied it, Larry, and you sent it to me. She goes, yeah. And I got back in the bedroom, and I remembered, crap, I ported her number, so like I didn't have a message from her because she wasn't active. <laughs> Went back in there, sorry, bug, hold on, can I see your phone? Because uh, your message didn't come through because I ported your number, so you can't text right now. She was, I was wondering why none of my messages were going through. <laughs> I think that's why. So, so that afternoon, um, I was like, "Hey, let's go ahead and try to put your, your card in." I was like, "Where's your uh, your SIM card for, for the Pit Bubble?" She she went and dug the label about for wherever she stuck it. Um, handed me your phone. I went ahead and popped her her little SIM card slot open. Took the other card out, put the other card in popped it in and I said go ahead and power it up she powered it up and it popped up with that this phone is locked to the carrier you know would you like to attempt to try to unlock and we're like yes and it took us to the the, the settings option and I was able to try hit the attempt permanent unlock and surprisingly even with after even though with all the hassle with wife's phone um, you know it was like congratulations your phone is unlocked sweet alright I was like so un like power it on your phone power it back up let's see so she powers it back up and she goes she goes to browse a website and she sends me a text message and I'm like cool all right why can't mom's phone be that easy <laughs> she's laughed she's like yeah i know mom's been pretty frustrated the past day i'm like oh you're telling me i'm like she's been biting my head off the past day i know not deliberately bite my head off because she's like pissed at me but she's out of frustration you know screaming at everybody she's, she's pissed like i get it i understand she didn't have the fireiness going on. The redheaded fireiness. <laughs> it's 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 a, you know it's good though. It's all good. So get her active. 
I have to go to work. So I, I get ready to go to work, and wife's, of course, is telling me, I still gotta get my phone on. Like, I, I get you, but I, I have to work. I can't sit back. I can't leave a couple hours late because I'm trying to get your get your, your phone active. And then I'm answering to my boss, like, yeah, my wife wanted me to stay home and work on something. I'm sorry. That's why I was late. I was like, no, I can't do that. I'll, I'll do what I can while I'm home. And then I gotta go to work, and I'll try again tomorrow. So. I told her though, I was like, I'm gonna make a couple phone calls. Like, I'm gonna talk to tech support with T-Bubble. Uh, I'm gonna talk to customer care. Probably then, if I, you know, I'm gonna, worst case, I'm gonna try to talk to T-Bubble and see if they have a tech support person that maybe they can help. You know, even though I'm pretty sure T-Bubble is the only one that can do it. Because everybody I talked to basically said the carrier that you're locked onto has to be the one to unlock it. I'm like, yeah, but they're saying that because we didn't buy the phone from them that they can't do anything. So T-Mobile, any, if any T-Mobile high up, higher ups, you know, end up here in this podcast, I'll say I, I have no problem with your the service that we had on our devices from you guys, but I'm kind of not happy with your customer service, you know, because well, we can't we can't do anything here. You got you guys, they were always trying to send us somewhere else. Those people were sending us back to T-Mobile, saying they're the ones that have to unlock it. One funny thing is, I talked to one rep. Probably one of the first calls I made yesterday. And uh, I was talking to this one customer service rep, and she was even telling me, yeah, yeah, there's a, it's been, it wasn't purchased through us, we can't do anything. Like, we're not able to unlock it. I was like, ma'am, everybody else I talk to sends me back to you guys, because it's locked on your network, so we need you guys to unlock it, release the, like, send the code so we can actually unlock it, take it somewhere else. Well, we, we, we can't do that. We don't have, like, it wasn't purchased through us. We have no option. She goes, you'd have to, you'd have to contact the manufacturer of the phone. You have to contact Samsung, and they're the ones that would unlock the code. I'm like, um, are you sure about that? Because Samsung is a freaking electronics. Um, you know, they sell electronics. I was like, I don't think they deal with anything being locked or unlocked on a network. Goes, well, I'm gonna give them a call because I'm pretty sure that's what we have to do. That's what the research that I just did. That you know, the information I have in front of me. That's what it says. Okay. So if you, might, if you don't mind holding for a couple minutes, I'm going to get Samsung on the phone. I'm going to explain the situation and see what we can do. Okay? Thank you so much for holding. Sure, no problem. I got my choice. <laughs> so I'm on hold for probably five five minutes. She comes back. Thank you, Christopher. Yes, thank you so much for holding. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. She's like, well, you know, so I, I just got off the phone with Samsung rep. And you know, the weird thing is they, they, they said that, that, you know, it's locked on our network. And then we have to be the ones to do it, which doesn't make sense because it wasn't purchased through us, so we have no way of doing that. And I'm like, I've been saying that you guys have to do it, you know. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I think you guys are full of shit. You know, I think you guys do have a way to do it, but maybe because we left the company or something where we went took our phone somewhere else. Not because we hated the service, but mainly because of the bill. You know, I'm always about making things better. You know, although Cricket, we were Cricket and T-Mobile, our bill went up slightly because we went from like four lines at 24 bucks to 25 bucks a line, so 100 bucks for four lines, to like it's like 35 or 40 bucks a line with T-Mobile, so it was like 100, 160 probably. You know, for four lines, still not bad, but the thing I love, you know, the reason why I wasn't unhappy with it was because there was never a bill increase. Like it stayed like that. That's that was your plan. That was what you're paying. Versus like previously, I'd be with like, you know, with like Sprint or Verizon or AT&T on a regular, you have your, your phone plan, but then like, you know, our bill would just go up. It's like when we had internet with AT&T for 
like two or three years. It was like two years at least, and it seemed like our bill was like 65 or 70 bucks for the first year or so, and then bit by bit it was climbing. I think we got up to where like it would go up 25 bucks here, 10 bucks there, extra charge here. We got up to where it was like 225 for a month, and I, that's finally when I, I made a switch to another internet provider because I was like, our bill keeps going up, and like you guys like we're not we're not changing anything. Why are we paying more? Oh well, like your this promo ended or that promo ended. I'm like, yeah, but that, that sucks. So we wanted to make a change, like, and now we we're making the change with T-Mobile to Mint Mobile, so we could have longer, uh, you know, pay for a longer term of cover of a uh, of phone coverage and uh, or phone service, and not have to worry about the bill every month. You know, just be like, all right, cool, we're good for like six months. So I don't know. So this lady was like, "Well, like, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna send out this uh, urgent email, and it might take a day or two. And I'm like, "Well, I don't have a choice." So she was, "I'll call you back in like 30 minutes." Like, all right, fine. And I was like, "I have a question for you." She's like, all right, cool. What's up? I'm like, "Are you customer care or are you tech support?" She was, "I'm customer care." I said, like, "Can I talk to somebody in tech support, please?" She was, "Well, yeah, you can. I mean, they're probably gonna they, they don't want, they don't have any more capabilities than we do." And I was like, "I understand that." I said, uh, "You know, but." I said, I told my wife I was going to make every effort to try to get her phone to log. And so I, I figured the only way I could do that is by making sure that I talk to everybody I can talk to that might potentially have an answer or a solution. So if you wouldn't mind connecting me, I would appreciate you. Yeah, it's fine. I'll connect you. One sec, sir. Thank you for choosing to okay. Get the next lady. And of course, this, this conversation went fun. I was laughing kind of because she was trying to tell me, yeah, sir. Well, same thing. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, well, because it wasn't purchased through us, we can't. We are unable to unlock it. We don't have the ability to choose because it was that phone was never on the T-Mobile network. I'm like, ah, uh, yes, ma'am, it was. She was. What do you mean? I'm like, it was on your network. She was. This phone was active on T-Mobile. I was like, yes, ma'am, it was. I was like, as of up to about two days ago, for the past two years, we were T-Mobile customers. We had active phone lines with you. We only recently switched to Mint, and we're trying to get this phone unlocked. So that we, you know, because it's locked to your network, we're trying to get it unlocked so she can have her phone on mint. Oh, what's Ben Hall for a minute? Because back, yeah, yeah, we still have that option, even though, even though it was on the network, you know, it was on our service with us. Like we still don't have the option to be able to unlock the phone. I'm like, so I'm like, all right, thank you so much for your, your not help. You know, appreciate you. You know, I'm not passive aggressive at all. <laughs> Get off the phone and I call my wife on her text now number. And I told I that's why I suggested her to download that app and get that number on that app. Because then instead of her calling me on Messenger, which goes off of your internet, it's like an internet phone call. Um, I can call her on that number for text now as long as she's connected to our Wi-Fi at home and I'm using the cell phone network out here instead of the, you know, the internet. I could just call her like a normal phone call and talk to her and, you know, let her know what's going on. So I called her and was telling her, I was like, yeah, the representatives say this. Again, they're saying that, you know, well, we, we're not, we didn't buy it through them, blah, blah, blah. She's like, that's complete bullshit. I'm like, yeah, I don't. And, you know, she's going on, you know, indirectly going off on me on the phone, not going off on me specifically, but you know what I mean. Like yelling on the phone. I'm like, oh, God, it's fucking bullshit. I can't fucking believe it. I'm so pissed. I'm so aggravated. I'm like, I hear you, love. I hear you. You know, I was like, what do you want me to do? I was like, I, you know, was like, I, I can't climb through and make him do it. I wish I could. So she's like, okay, well, yeah, you know, thanks for trying. I was like, I'll try to see. I'll try to see what else I can do. You know, if there's anything else you know, I can think of or 
so um, interesting. The reason why I'm saying interesting, guys, is I had done. I can mention on this podcast since technically this this is gonna post after Christmas. So one of the Christmas presents I ordered, I ordered photo prints from um, you know Google Photos, and it's like it's from our trip. It's like 50 photos in the batch, and I, and I ordered a soft, a soft sided. Um, soft uh, photo album cover you know and I figured I got three of those one for my wife one for each of my kids you know I'm obviously like the grandson you know he, he'll be able he'll be able to see it through like his mom because you know obviously they the same his mom's gonna have it so he'll be able to see it you know as he gets older or whatever but I wanted that's one of the things I'm like sentimental like that you know I figured get gifts like that that you know something happens to me in the next year or whatever and they have stuff that reminds them of me you know stuff like that but hopefully I'm around for another 50 years you know but <laughs> but uh so um I get off the phone with my wife and I, I thought you know I'm gonna call Mobile and I'm gonna see if they if there's anything they can do that probably isn't because it's you know they're a different carrier and they can't probably unlock T-Mobile but you know it's worth asking. I get a guy on the phone and I'm explaining to him like yeah this is what's going on I, like, I really don't want to have to buy my wife a new phone because you know can't afford it right now. But you know. Um, and he was like, well, let me see if I go, because maybe we can finance a new phone for her so she can upgrade. You know, what's your account number? I was like, I don't have it. I said, I have an order number. He was like, no, it's not going to work. He goes, what's your phone number? And I gave it to him. He goes, yeah, it's not bringing anything up. I was like, I mean, well, I'm porting my number to you guys. And he goes, All right, so you, you're an active Net mobile customer right now? I said, yeah. I was like, as of last night, I said, I am literally on your guys' network. I'm literally on your guys' service. But I have your SIM card in my phone and, you know, I'm not connected to anyone else now. Okay, yeah, I don't know why it's not coming up. Says, well, my my oldest, she ended up deciding, I guess she <laughs> she didn't want to go through the hassle of trying to get her number ported, so she just took a new number. So she got a Nashville number. So that's cool, you know. But I, you know, I told the guy, I was like, yeah, my, my, my daughter, though, uh, she took the number she took the number you guys offered her that was as a temporary number but she took it as permanent and uh so i can give you her number and maybe that comes up because it's a number that you guys assigned you like, right, cool gave it to him nope still not coming up with anything like that's weird he's yeah i don't know why it's not coming up he said when did you activate it? i said yeah last night he goes yeah probably just isn't right be registering it probably by tomorrow everything will be you know it'll be system or whatever i said well because i'm um, like i can log on the app and i can see all my information so i was like i don't know why you can't find me in your computer though but i was like all right thanks for your help it's all good you know i'm so sorry i couldn't help you any further i think like, no worries so i was like i figured it was a long shot but i at least wanted to try you know because i told the wife like i said told the wife that i'm gonna try to exhaust everything i could possibly do jump through all avenues i could possibly jump through you know and, and so uh So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna call Samsung. So I called Samsung. I figured they pro- they probably really can't unlock phones, but I'll call and talk to them. So at least I didn't go off of just what the T-Mobile rep told me. Yeah, I talked to them and they said this. 
Which doesn't make sense because we can't unlock your phone, but they tell us that we're, we're the ones to do it. Like, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. But you're telling me you can't. I'm like, ah, uh, it's on your network. It'd be like one of us locking the door with our key, and then somebody says like, hey, uh, can you unlock your door? Or like, oh, I'm like, that, that, that door wasn't purchased through through us, so like, I, you know, I can't unlock it. But you're the one that has a key. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I literally can't unlock that door because, you know, it's your door. I can't unlock it. You know, but you have the key. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, sir. That's basically what we're doing. We're, all the crap we're dealing with. Dealing with the T-Mobile reps. It's like crap. All right. You know. So I get the Samsung lady on the phone. I'm talking to her. Explaining the deal. I'm telling her the same thing. Like, I really don't want to buy a new phone. Can't afford a thousand or thirteen hundred or whatever the S S twenty three is. You know, didn't know, know what it was at the time. And she, of course, verified the yeah. They're like, that's T Mobile. Like, they have to be the ones that lock it. We have no, we have no control over that. She was, but what I like about her is the fact that she's the first one that actually offered some kind of like suggestion, like a, a solution. She was, here's a, here's an idea. You know, it's completely up to you, but. If your wife wanted to upgrade to the S23, it's normally like 8, 849 or something. And we could like we could actually, you know, get that phone for you guys for either 24 monthly payments of 15 bucks or um, I think it was 15 bucks. That sounded it was, or well, it said, yeah, I guess it would be because 24 monthly payments of 15 bucks. Or a one-time payment of two ninety-nine. I immediately was like, "Wait a minute, how? Like, how? If it's an eight hundred fifty-dollar phone, how would we get it for three hundred? She goes, "Because I would, I would put it in as a, you know, give you credit for the trade-in. And basically, once she, she would get her new phone, it would get, we'd make sure to get her a unlocked Samsung Galaxy S twenty-three, so that way you could take it with any carrier. And then she would transfer everything from her current phone to her new phone, format the other, the old phone." And send it back to Sam send it back to us here at Samsung. I was like, oh okay. So I was like, huh. She goes, but and so I was like, ah, I'm, just, I'm hesitant, I don't know. And she goes, well, let me send you a text message with the link and you can think about it. Basically, if you decide to do it, just go on the link and you know and the, the discount already that's already included in there. I was like, you know what? I was like, I I I'm not seeing that we have any other options because I don't know. I still like we've been through like 15 different Apartments and whatever that we've tried a couple different websites and we've been trying to get this phone unlocked I said I'm kind of doubting that we're gonna pull this off so why don't we go ahead why don't we go ahead and, and, uh, and do that all right cool which which color and stuff blah 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 what's which storage place and I was like actually you know what let me go ahead and do a, uh, a conference call let me get my wife on the phone here and that way she can she can be the one to decide because it's her phone I don't want to pick the color and whatever even though it would have been interesting, like it would have been like an after Christmas surprise, but basically she would have, she would have been without her, her phone until right after Christmas and not thinking that she was, anything was going to get solved and basically I would have been hearing about it every day. So I thought, instead of, I, I saw obviously I'm not going to be able to surprise her with this because she's just, she'll be upset every day because she won't have a phone and she won't know how, to, if she's going to be able to get her phone unlocked. So I thought, eh, let's just get her on the phone. So I get her on the phone, have explained like, hey, by the way, I'm putting, putting you on, uh, connecting us with the conference call here with, uh, with the Samsung rep. And, uh, you know, you're, 
years to play, like we're actually gonna get be looking at an S23 with like a $550 discount because of your current phone. You know, we're gonna do it as a trade in. You know, you're gonna get the new phone, send the old phone back. She goes, oh, okay, you know. So she's talking to the rep, and of course, you know, my wife, she always wants the best. You know, who doesn't? It's like, well, how much extra would it be for the, the Ultra, like the higher one? And I came back, I'm like, well, um, I know you, I know you would love to have the, the top one, but I was like, cost-wise, that's like five, it was like 500 versus 300 with the trainer. I was like, cost-wise, I mean, if you're willing to, I think we should just go with the, the base model, just the regular S22. So that way we could get you an upgraded phone. You can not have to worry about how to unlock your phone. And, you know, yeah, it may not be a top, top, top line, but still really good. She was, yeah, you're right. You know, so pick the color, schedule, you know, try to schedule it for a pickup to see if any of the best buys near us would actually, you know, actually have it in stock and be able to pick it up. Because she, I guess, what it sounds like, the order through Samsung. You know, we think if, uh, if one of the stores has it in stock, you can literally go there with your order number, and basically you can pick up your phone right there. So I'm like, I'm like, eh, when I order my, whenever I get my Pixel 8, I might have to try to see if I, if I can do that. But I guess if I do it through Renaissance, then I gotta wait for them to receive the phone when they deliver it. But not 100% sure I'm gonna go that route. I might, you know. But I do like the fact that we got my wife to do. Got her a new phone ordered, and it's fully paid for. We're not, you know, making payments on it and stuff. So there's that at least. But so she got it ordered. She's all set, scheduled to deliver on the 26th. So she's calmer. <laughs> I've tamed the beast, but uh, <laughs> but um, you know, she's like, well, I'll just have to over the next four or five days. I'll just download any podcasts or music stuff that I want to listen to while I'm at work the next day and that way I'll have everything on my phone I can just you know I see up and make sure you take your your bit mobile card out of your your current phone and put it somewhere safe so that way when you get the new phone you can just pop it in and you're good to go It'll probably be active literally immediately because her sim card is connected to her phone number already it's just that she can't use it because her phone locked it's jailed on t-mobile so that's how my week went <laughs> well aside from you know to kind of close out this episode i'll try to cover this part really quick but uh <laughs> the last night after dealing with all this i get up there at the truck stop get, get the load swap kind of procrastinating because by that point you know after spending you know 350 with the phone and shipping or whatever. I was not gonna lie, I was kinda down because like, yeah, I mean we I had financial plans for certain bills to take care of and that kinda tapped that, so I'm kinda worried about stuff. She thinks like, calm down, relax. Okay. Alright, you know. When you budget and then you have something unexpected that you end up doing, which yeah, we couldn't technically afford it, but we had the money for it, so I was like, alright, you know, we'll go ahead and do it because I don't have any I don't see any other options and we were saving five hundred bucks on the phone. And we wouldn't have to keep jumping around trying to figure out if somebody could unlock a current device. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, I don't like that I have to spend this much money right now just you know, to buy a phone instead of actually pay the bills or pay certain bills. Just means we got I gotta, you know, shuffle like I normally do. Do the bill shuffle like all of us do, you know. Pay this pay so and so this week, so and so next week. But <laughs> so after leaving the truck stop yesterday, 
my truck was somewhat low on fuel. And so I was like, all right, I got to stop at this pilot. Still, it was probably like 200, 220 miles from uh, Nashville. I pulled off a pilot. I was in a different truck. And that truck, I think a month or so back, when I was in it, or one of the last times I was in it, I tried to fuel up like 45 minutes away from the Nashville hub and the car would, it would decline at the end of the pump. And usually when that happens, it means somebody put in the wrong mileage. So I have to call, they have to call the T-check, customer service, get them to correct the mileage, make sure it's updated. And then it'll usually go through. But they, you know, the last time I was in that truck, and, uh, you know, I tried again after they corrected everything, still wouldn't go through. But then I got back to the hub and I thought, well, maybe it just takes, takes a little while to update. Tried to fuel out the hub and it went through. I'm like, okay, you know, that's weird. So I thought last night it was probably, it, was, it would be okay. But then I'm trying to fuel and it's declining. So I'm calling, talking to customers. We're talking to line hall and being told, well, you got to call customer service. I'm like, I have never had to call customer service. I was like, you guys usually take care of that. Like, no, we don't. Like, we never, like, we're not allowed to do that. Like, okay. I called her. Do you have a contractor number? The C number? It starts with the C. And they're like, no, I don't have that. Because they're like, yeah, usually the line hall office is the ones that call. I called line hall back. And I'm like, yeah, this is what. Or I called one of the other hubs. I called Burksboro, said Nashville. And I'm, they're like, I'm like, yeah, um, Nashville said that I have to be the one to call. She's like, what? Yeah, we all have the same information. We're all able to do the same thing. Like they should take care of that for you. Like we're the ones that make the call and give them that number. And I'm like, that's what I thought. But you know, so she said, "What's the mileage?" She calls. She goes, "Yeah, it was it was incorrect. They corrected it for you." I'm like, cool. Still declining. Wait a few minutes. Still declining. Went inside. Figured let's kill a few minutes. Go inside. Grab a grab a pack of uh, like cashews or something. Just grab a snack. Try to keep health, keep healthy snacks. I'm thinking about the diabetes, so I'm like, grab nuts or whatever, you know. And uh, come back out, still declining. Like, so I thought, well, there's pilot, there's another pilot like three blocks away from here. That was a hugs. It's like a flying J hugs travel center or whatever. Went down there, still declining. Called, I called to talk to um, the Nashville Light Hall again. Talked to a different person, and I said, yeah, like I can't access anything with the customer service because I don't have a contractor number. And he's like, oh, I can give you that number. I'm like, really? All right, cool. Yeah, so I brought my notepad on my phone, saved it. That way, if future reference, if I need it again, I'll have it. And so I called customer service. She was like, yeah, I'm not seeing any decline, any declines at all. You know, like, I'm only seeing, she goes, I wonder if it's locked strictly to Nashville because I'm only seeing fuel at Nashville. And I'm like, no, we're allowed to fuel at everything except Love's. You know, like, that's the only truck stop that we were told you can't fuel there. You'll you'll, you'll lose your bonus. So everywhere else, though, it's, in a way, kind of sucks because I love you get so many points when you fuel. Like, I get fueled there for, like, an 80-gallon 80 80-gallon uh, purchase. I would get, like, $20 a point. But, eh, pilot still accumulates pretty fast, too, so it's all good. But, you know, I tried, you know, uh, the lady was like, well, why, why don't you call Line Hall again and maybe they can give you a temporary card because it might be locked just to the hub. Um, she goes, I'm guessing you don't have enough fuel to make it to Nashville. Like, no, I don't. I was like, I'm below a quarter tank in fuel, and usually this wouldn't be a stressful situation, but here I am trying to fuel and it's not working. She goes, yeah, you might have to ask them to, you might have to ask them to, um, 
get a uh, you know a temp card and give the information to you over the phone and see if the cashier inside can run it manually. And I'm like, oh, I'll see what I can do. So I went inside to ask, took my card in there, just in case. I had, my, I had the fuel card with me. I went in there and asked her, is it, is it even possible? Because I'm having an issue with my card out there at the pump. Is it possible for you to for us to do a over the phone manually enter the uh, like a temporary card? Because I said I don't have enough fuel to get to Nashville. I've kind of been here for like an hour and a half now, just trying to figure out what to do and talk to people on the phone. And they're like, "Call your boss, call your boss." And I was like, "Well, I called my boss, but I didn't get him." Just got his voicemail and I tried to call his assistant. Got the call got screened. You know how when you can tell when the call rate when the call rings once and it goes to voicemail, it's like, oh. So, I was talking to my boss today about it. He's like, what happened last night? Like, was the, the team late? I said, no, there was an accident on 57. And then I had a fuel, I had an issue with fuel. I was there for an hour and a half, unable to fuel because the car wouldn't work. You know, and he was like, well, do you have a problem in the truck you're in tonight? Like, 744? I'm like, no. At this one, I was like, I'm, I'm always able to fuel at the pilots and I never have a problem. But I said, but when I went in, I told him, I said, when I went in last night to ask her, she was, well, do you want to try it with your regular card? Have her, have us run it in here and see if it works. I said, eh, it's probably going to decline, but yes, go for it. She put in the information. I scanned my, my loyalty card to get points. And she's, she said, go ahead and swipe your card. So I did. She goes, what's the mileage? I gave it to her. And she goes, you're all set up. I'm like, what? Oh, shit. All right, cool. But because it was like 2.30 in the morning at that point, by the time I finally left, still 220 miles away, I, I got back to the, the terminal this morning at like 6.30. <laughs> got home at like 7, 7.15. Got a small bite to eat because I'd already eaten a little bit. And then went to bed, probably got to bed, got to sleep at like 8, 8.15, and set my alarm for 3. You know, it's like, eh. So it was quite a night. It was quite a night, you know. Running better tonight because that's why when I got to the swamp tonight, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, like, I am not going to procrastinate when I do my swap too much. I'm going to go ahead and get myself dispatched and stuff put in the computer. And then, um, and then, um, eat my food and fill my water bottles up and get the hell out of there. So here it is, just literally just crossed into Kentucky a little while back, probably about 10 minutes ago. And so I'm like, maybe an hour and a half or so from Nashville, and it's like 1.20 in the morning. I'm like, so much better. By this point last night, it was it was already like, probably like 4, after 4-ish, it was like 4, 4.15, 4.30. And so I, I made a pit stop at Love's to the bathroom, and then grabbed some of their good old breakfast tacos. But then I continued on, I was like, man... I got to basically watch the grandson on uh, Sunday because my daughter took an extra shift. She asked me about it earlier this week because I guess the wife's working Sunday. So my daughter was like, hey, Dad, can you watch Bubba You know, on Sunday? Because I, I work from 10 to 5. I said, you work at Christmas Eve? She was, yeah. I'm like, are you getting paid holiday pay? She was, I hope so. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can watch it. I was like, I'll be tired probably because 10 a.m. I was like, I mean, the, hopefully to get home. Hopefully don't get home too late so I can actually like get to sleep and get some sleep before getting up to hang out with them. Which is cool, you know. Being tired just means that, you know, um, when I do my drinks that night, Monday, you know, 
or when I do my drinks that night, I'll, I'll, it'll hit me a little better. You know, because when you're tired, the alcohol hits you quick. <laughs> but it sounds like, in conclusion, you know, to close this out, since I know we've been going for an hour and ten minutes, so I apologize. But, um, well, what's, you know how it is, sorry, not sorry, like sorry, it went so long, but hey, you know, keeping it real with you guys, you know, this first edition, first, first edition of the uh, Real Talk Tuesdays, but uh, I heard that we're probably, I, I asked one of the, the team drivers today, I said, hey, you know, I'd be surprised if we're working, uh, I said, I, would, I wonder if we're going to work on the 26th. After the, 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 I think I said this guy to you guys earlier, but according to him, he's like, Yeah, I don't think we are because, uh, you know, I heard we're coming back on Wednesday. I'm like, Really? Okay. Well, I'll like, After the way this week's been, I'm not going to complain. So I'll take it, especially because we're getting holiday pay for Christmas. And so you know, the paycheck will be down a little bit because my miss. Well, actually, technically. Monday's day off normally anyway, so I'm not, not losing two days. I guess I'd be losing one day, but getting paid holiday pay for Monday. So that'll kind of make up slightly for that. So I would still like to run it because that would be that I'd have a little bit extra on the paycheck versus just making up for a day loss. But I'll take it. You know, gotta take what you can get, right? So anyway, anyway, guys, on that note, I appreciate y'all being here. Um, Feel free to like and follow, tell your friends. If you guys look at the, I've started trying to include the link. Uh, my podcast host, the, the company, the, you know, the site that I host these episodes through, but then shares it to iHeart, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, every, a lot of other places that I have no idea, like Google Podcasts. Um, they have a link like I'm, like I said I'm trying to work on monetizing the site to try to get advertisements on here but there is an option to tip if you guys feel so inclined uh, they have which is, which is funny because uh, it's a, literally a site by podcast host that gives you the option to tip 5 bucks 10 bucks 50 bucks whatever you know only only if you feel if you like what you hear and you're you know you, pre- you want to help support the show by all means uh, follow that link and uh Donations are welcome and appreciated. Thank you so much in advance. So eventually, I'm gonna—I will have. I'm working on getting a website up. You know, get a website up officially and have different links like that. Tip link, maybe a couple other support links, as well as eventually, I, I plan to set up an actual mailing address, like a PO box, for the show. If some if people want to mail like money orders or checks or whatever, you know options out there for supporting if you're, if you're a big fan of anyone out there who's a big fan of the show and wants to show some support much appreciated we thank you so much but uh anyway guys keep being positive keep believing keep pushing forward believe you can believe you will and you're already halfway there like i keep telling my friend kirsten you know we're all about i keep telling her you know just keep moving forward make progress every day do what you gotta do little by little and you'll eventually you know just don't give up and eventually you'll get where you need to go it might take a while my case in point been work been paying on my my ram since like 2021 i think so we're going on like three years paying on that and i'm, I'm I'm just now broken from the five-figure balance to the four-figure balance, so broke below ten thousand, like nine thousand seven hundred left on that on that truck. 
because I pay weekly on it and stuff. So I'm like, ah, my payoff date is like next November. So I'm like, hey, I'm looking forward to that, you know, making progress. And I know eventually financially things will be better, but it's a matter of just continuing to do what I do. What, do what you got to do. Go to work, do your five-day countdown, enjoy your weekend, do whatever you can to relax. For me, it's my, my adult beverages, you know, my either some fireball or, or some beer or, or uh, you know, margarita mix, whatever, you know. There's even jello shots that you can get at the liquor store, which are pretty awesome. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, guys, on that note, I'll, I'll quit talking your ear off. Feel free to join us again on Friday when we do our first... I do my first watch uh, show story time Friday. I look forward to seeing you guys there. Hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, we have that email out there for you guys to send any feedback, any questions, any suggestions, especially with me doing these uh, story time Fridays. Or if there's like a topic for uh, one of the Real Talk Tuesdays that you want me to talk about, you know, questions you want me to answer, things you want me to cover, whatever, I can, I can address it. But. You know, any feedback on the stories on uh, Storytime Fridays, feel free to send me an email. It's uh, podcast at gmail.com, and I'll, I'll try to remember when I put the tip link on the, the this episode description to also put the email address listed, so that way people... Because I, I say it, and <laughs> funny thing is, I've, I've mentioned it on these podcast episodes, and I've had the, the email for a while, and yet I've never received an email yet, so I'm like... Either people don't want to email, or you know, when you, I guess, when they're hearing it, it's hard to, you know, think. Well, how do you write? How do you, how do you spell that? So I'll put it on the description. We'll see what happens, you know. Because other links that for, for support that I'll include when I have the website up will be like PayPal and stuff like that. But otherwise, it's gonna be the tip link for right now, you know. And we'll see what happens. So anyway, guys, on that note, I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, this is Chris your host and I look forward to talking to you guys on episode 55 have a good one